0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a jiu-jitsu coach and a crazy 15 year old high schooler. Welcome to the engine. So a couple years back, I was listening to an interview with Eddie Bravo. Uh, Phenomenal jiu-jitsu coach, phenomenal jiu-jitsu legend but a bit of a crazy guy. And he has become a, a really prominent supporter of the flat earth theory, right? So, you know, the world is flat, sun rotates in a circular motion around this flat disc. And everybody's saying the world is round. is just government shills. For what reason? Who knows? He says it's control. I don't know. But there are a lot of people that are, that are jumping on board with this flat earth theory. And uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, was on the interview with him, and he said, okay, look, what what would it take for you to believe that the world is not flat, that it's round? And Eddie said, I don't know, pictures, show me pictures, show me evidence. So Neil deGrasse Tyson pulls up this um, shot of Earth and of the moon from space, presumably satellites, whatever. And immediately, Eddie said, that just looks fake. He used a bit more colorful language than that, but he immediately says, that looks fake. It just looks fake. And instantly, I started laughing at the podcast, because For Eddie to say something looks fake, Eddie has to have perspective on what real looks like, right? So somebody takes a bite of a pastry. If it's the only pastry they've ever had, say I've never had a cannoli. If I take a bite of cannoli, I just have to say, okay, that's a cannoli, Right. I can say that's good. I can't say that's a good cannoli because I've never had a cannoli other than that one. So I could say that's good and I'd be comparing it to the other things I ate that day or other desserts I'd have in my life. But again, I can't say that's a good cannoli. I also can't say it's a bad cannoli. It's just a cannoli. Okay, and then as I have more and more and more tastes, I can say, okay, this tastes a little, you know, too crunchy or too creamy or too sugary or too organic as I develop my taste, but I have perspective now, right? So I can use this perspective to actually develop an opinion about this tastes like a good cannoli or a bad cannoli. But Eddie just says this looks fake. Now again, Eddie has never seen, Eddie's never been in space. So Eddie does not have perspective of, okay, when I was in space, this is what space looked like. Eddie also does not have any shots of space that he said, okay, compared to these photos of space, this looks fake. And I know these these other photos to be real. So is this obvious problem of, okay, you're saying it looks fake, but show me a real photo of the earth. And of course, Eddie doesn't have one. No flat earth people have a real photo of the earth. So I kind of got a chuckle out of it. But a couple of the things have happened recently that that have made me think twice about it, because very recently there is a, a picture circulating after the State of the Union address, I believe, of um, the president speaking. And I think it was Nancy Pelosi um, ripping up uh, uh, a, a text piece of uh, the speech or a copy of the speech or the Constitution or something. And this photo started getting circulated specifically by by the president. Now, it turns out that picture is fake. It's doctored. It turns out that Nancy Pelosi did tear up the president's speech, I believe. But it was at a different time than the video and the picture that started circulating portrayed. And the positioning of it made Nancy Pelosi look very, very poor. But the president started uh, circulating it. I'm not saying he knew it was doctored. His back was turned to her, so he entirely could thought it was real. It doesn't matter. But the point is, this photo started circulating. Nancy Pelosi flips out. And starts getting a hold of uh, Twitter and, and wherever else the president was circulating it through and said, hey, you need to take this down. This is fake. And their response was, well, this doesn't violate our terms. It doesn't violate our terms of service. So we're going to leave it up. Now, again, this is portraying a very prominent politician in the United States in a horrendous light. And it looks real. But again, it's not violating a term of service. So from a company standpoint, they say, hey, look, this is this is as, fine as you posting a picture of your dog like i don't really care it doesn't matter and several things like this have started happening you also have instances where um, former presidents have been doctored into a photo with horrific totalitarian regime leaders and these pictures get sent around and even when the people that are, they originated with get called on it they say i wasn't intending this to be taken as real this is just artistic liberty So this brings us to a real problem that this generation is going to have to deal with. I'm almost 40, my parents and their parents and and I very much take evidence as evidence. Now, what is evidence? Evidence comes down to like, hey, look, a picture, an audio recording, something like that. Because the world we lived in growing up and through the majority of our adult lives could not produce fraudulent pictures or it couldn't produce fraudulent audio to, to the degree where it was completely believable. But we can now. We absolutely can now. It's not even hard. You have a, you have a basic photo editing program and you can manipulate a photo sufficiently and produce it. And what's worse is it spreads like wildfire, right? If somebody shows up to school when I was in high school and they had a stack of, they had a picture of themselves with a stack of a million dollars, you'd know, okay, well, look, Sparky, that's probably fake. The problem is it was only coming from one source. So we could identify where that photo came from. Now you get a photo passed around A hundred times or hundreds of thousands of times or millions of times and it becomes a myth of where the photo came from nobody can actually verify is that photo real and now with audio editing programs I heard a I heard an audio clip of Ben Shapiro famous conservative Orthodox Jew very very well known on an audio clip saying you know I love socialism It's fantastic. And in the audio clip that was doctored, they made Ben Shapiro say, and of course, I would never vote for socialism and this is a completely fake recording. So you knew the recording was fake, but it was 99% on point with Ben Shapiro's intonation, his accent, everything that makes Ben Shapiro's voice Ben Shapiro was 100% in there and it was 100% fake. And again, this isn't hard to do. Very recently, I was working with a student and I went to her house to to help her with prep, and she was a little flustered. And I said, hey, what, what's going on? You seem a little out of it today. Turns out she was in class. Police officers showed up to her class. They were detectives. They pulled her out of class, sat her down in the office, and they started producing photos of her that were of an, a completely adult nature. I won't go into any details at all. And they said, is this you? And she said, well, yes, but obviously no. What had happened horrifically was that a very disturbed younger student had become obsessed with the, with her, and had taken tons of photos of her, and had doctored them and manipulated them, and started sending these out. And it was a terrible thing, absolutely horrific. I think the student got expelled. It was, it was a terrible thing, hands down. I I can't express it well enough, but. The issue is people very quickly, they nip that in the bud, but people very quickly here were were able, didn't happen, but would have been able to say those pictures were real. And this poor girl's reputation would have been destroyed, absolutely destroyed. They caught it and and the girl is fine and, and none of this got out. But it's very easy for even a 15 year old kid who has some issues to manipulate what we would consider reality to the point where it could destroy someone's life. And that's when I started thinking, maybe Eddie Bravo had it right. Maybe the way to navigate in this time, in this world, before we find a real solution for this, because we will presumably find a solution to all of this fake material at some point. But before then, maybe the default For being discerning is not to just say, okay, well, this is a picture or this is audio, so it has to be real. Maybe the default should be that looks fake. That looks fake until you can produce evidence that it's actually real. And again, I don't know how to do that. Part of it's going to be character. Look, I don't think this girl would ever do that. She's a nice girl. That's insane, right? Yeah, that, that works, right? But you have to know the person. When you're dealing on a political level, if you see somebody or hear somebody doing something insane, you're like, that just seems insane. Why not consider defaulting to, that seems insane? That's probably fake. Because if we continue on the path of, that seems insane, it must be real because it's audio or video. We're in for a real roller coaster in the next few decades. And again, this is a problem that this generation will have to address for their own sake, for the country's sake. Because if we devolve into people that can just manipulate reality seamlessly, there will be no reality. If anyone with any video or audio editing program can destroy someone's reputation or life and, and mass disseminate it over millions and millions of, of viewers and, and listeners, then we're done. So again, that looks fake doesn't actually sound that bad anymore. Because in saying that looks fake, maybe we'll find a way to find the stuff that actually is real. And on that note, get out and crush it. Thanks for listening.